0: Never seen a lame man walk, never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man
1: see? I promise you a painless Never seen a cancelled death, never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free, I promise you a
0: Made home, ever seen an open a home,
1: ever seen a weak I promise seen the sick get healed, have seen a mystery revealed, seen Hey, everybody, singing little Garth Brooks right here, because everybody in Arkansas is. Garth Brooks crazy Woo-hoo. He went to Razorback Stadium and he rocked it out. I wasn't there, but I feel like I was. I'm going to say I was because 80,000 people, everybody else in Arkansas was there, and I watched the videos on Facebook. So what a great concert, Clint. I'm here boy, Bigger T coming at you in living color down here in South Arkansas, in beautiful South Arkansas. And uh, as always, I'm with my man, Clint Big C. Are you with me? I am
0: with you. I'm always with you, baby, every week, sometimes twice a week. Sometimes we just interview somebody because we feel like interviewing somebody.
1: And sometimes um, we talk about other things. Yeah, we talk about other things. Last week we had baseball bow on like or we just we'll, we'll just call each other and talk fine art.
0: We will we did we we um Michelangelo's paintings. Yeah, about about some kind of big estate auction going on. We'll talk we'll talk that. Um
1: yeah. right
0: now we're in a bidding war on eBay for a polygraph machine. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've got a few questions I want to ask Robert Branscombe. That's right.
1: Hey, man, speaking of our sponsor, sort of, he's bought us meals that made us uh, podcasters. He's our friend, so. He's our buddy. Yeah. Now, he he did some, he he put a roof on for you. He
0: did put a roof on for me. Did
1: he do a fine job?
0: Man, it looks phenomenal. It it, it really sucks that it's happened as I'm moving out of the house. well. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like i moved out. And so now I'm gotten yeah.
1: the new owners
0: new owners care, new homeowners. the new I, owners get to enjoy hometown roofing's hard yeah, work Robert Branson's hard work um, hometown roofing took care of you they did and just phenomenal care Robert came by dude they worked fast they worked clean um it looks it looks phenomenal so i can say i can say he's i've bought a roof from hometown roofing and they did a phenomenal job that's right so call them for all your roofing needs all your roofing needs. And also, if for your HVAC, call Ronnie Crystal. Ronnie Crystal. Ronnie Crystal. Ronnie Crissel. Every, you know, because, you know, Ronnie Crissel, uh, Genesis uh, heating and cooling and refrigerator. I think Genesis is refrigerating. They always mispronounced his name wrong yeah. On the speaker. Yeah, yeah. Like, this the guy we
1: played football with.
0: Football with in it's high school. And they were like, Ronnie Crystal on Ronnie the Crisle. Ronnie Crystal on the tackle. and you did the same thing to Draven Morrow last week. You I it did, and, and I'm then, sorry. And it's like, yeah, because you were talking about how bad you felt before he went on there, and he actually he sent me a voicemail, the voice message, because he doesn't like and to. This tech. was
1: the guy that Clint wrestled that we showed the video. Great,
0: great dude, terrific worker, terrific, terrific worker. Took good care of your boy, um, even though he kicked him in the face. Um, <laughs> It left two handprints on my on my massive chest. Oh man. Sculpted that chest. He left handprints on there. Little reminder. Uh, other than that great, great guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Draven Morris. Well,
1: if he forgives me for butchering his name, he's he got to be a great guy. He, I, yeah. I kept calling him Raven. Raven. Raven sounds good too, but well, there is already a wrestler with that gimmick. There he is. And that and that's Called Raven. That probably makes it even worse that I called him that. <laughs> anyway, you're like,
0: as brutal as the barber beefcake getting kicked by Draven Morrow. Yeah, I've been your friend for four for thirty five years, man. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know, um, talking about those PA announcers with Ronnie Chrysal. Ronnie, Crissel. I did PA for a couple of years for Camden. The last couple, you know, the last couple years, and I struggled with some names. Yeah. And there was some I embarrassingly got wrong. Once I sat was able to sit and look at them, I was like, oh wait, ooh. <laughs> I said I was way off. I was as Brian Regan would say, I was using numbers and stuff. No, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <yeah>. it is. <laughs> but anyway, when, how's your week been, man? What have you been up to?
0: Man, you know, I guess this was a tame week compared to, you know wrestling a match and then being at WrestleMania before that. Uh, so yeah it was just it was a good chill week. I've had a good week. No complaints. I have started a new diet.
1: Ooh. I have so Ooh. that's now you're doing the we talked about it before but you're doing the the high protein right low carb thing. You, and... you know I have
0: that one guy and you know me. I don't listen to a lot of people I just don't because I am the way I am. I don't know why, but I, most time people, own voice? yeah, Pete, I love, there's nothing, that's why I interrupt you all the time, because <laughs> I love, I love your voice, Travis, you're one of the guys I'll listen to, but I love the sound of my own voice, <laughs> <laughs> but, so I got, I, my buddy DJ Crane wrote me a dot, um, I said, man, you know what you tell me to do, I'll do it, so it, it's just, the, you know, just about being the best me I
1: can be, I, I feel like I'm already um, awesome, so. The only problem is DJ's got genetics that we don't have.
0: No, DJ's DJ's a he he's an athletic freak. Yeah, um, he, He's he genetically gifted. Yeah, well, his dad played in the NFL. His dad played. Well, yeah, him. his dad played with Mike Holmgren. Yeah. So, um,
1: and I'm I'm gonna guess um, if you got his family reunion together and my family re- reunion together, and put them in a hundred meter race. They're going to win.
0: You know, I stole this joke from Mark Grace on the Jim Rome show, and my goodness, I've got some mileage out of it. Because one of the things I do brag about, I played four years of football at Arkansas Tech. Four years, count them, one, two, three, four. Um, they're like, you can come back for your for your fifth year. I'm like, no, nah, why? So I can stand here? Um, I'm good. <laughs> um, but um, no, but I remember saying I was the slowest player on Arkansas Tech's football team four years. All four years, the slowest guy. Like I worked really hard, lost a bunch of weight. Guess what? I am still slow. <laughs> um, if I'm, I know if I'm racing a pregnant woman, I'd come in third. That's right. Do the math, people. I heard that joke? We you didn't <laughs> even get a medal. That's right. But I stole that from Mark Grace on the Jim Rome show, and I've used the crap out of it. That's I mean, that, that I've worn that joke out. There's no tread left on the tires. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna keep using it till the blow
1: blows out. Our up. grace, one of the best interviews ever. By oh yeah, yeah, he he was. Now, now Clint, uh, we we got our each week. We try to do a holy Snikes moment, and there's one. It's a viral video that everybody's seen by now. Uh, this one ain't as obvious as you know some others have been, but it you had to imagine we were gonna talk about it. Oh, man, I do. I saw this. I'm like, that's our holy shnikes moment right there. Yeah. So it was a Texas uh, junior junior college. Yeah. I think it was junior college or something. Uh, A guy hits a home run and I don't know what he says to the pitcher or what he has done to the pitcher, but whatever, that pitcher didn't like it. Yeah. And he gets around third base and he goes straight water boy.
0: Dude, it was bad. He's. He like, no, you talk about my mama. He's <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> it, was, it was that level of a hit. There's linebackers that don't. I'm like, look, I know this guy just kicked off the baseball team, but if y'all got a football team, you got you a strong safety That's linebacker right. or something.
1: And uh, I, I think they need to get him and that cop that tackled uh, Baker Mayfield and Fayetteville Yeah. And put them on the same team somewhere, like some Baker semi-pro me. team.
0: <laughs> Poor Baker, Mayfield. I still feel sorry for Baker Mayfield. Oh,
1: that was horrible. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. yeah. and watching his head bounce off that um, that concrete wall there. Good thing he was inebriated; he didn't feel it too bad. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, this
0: picture—he is no longer on the baseball team. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what was. I don't know what was said or what was done. I don't.
1: Yeah, you, you about have to get rid of him for that. That's that's outside the lines. There's nothing
0: he could have said to warrant that. There, there's nothing. And I don't know the kid's name, and so I don't feel like I'm calling him out or anything. But what did, what did you accomplish? What, what did you mean by that? And that's what I always tell somebody, you know, that's losing their temper. I'm like, you're going to feel good for like 20 seconds. And then you're gonna have to wake up tomorrow and live with what you did. You know, it probably won't even take that long. Because you know me, I've got a temper and, and I lose it. And I feel good for about ten seconds, and then the next day I'm like, Clint, you're just a, you're just a John fucking poopy." Yeah. And so, I'm, you know, I've gotten older, so I've learned I've learned to control it a little bit. But you know, it reminded me. You know, I had a daughter. I have a daughter named Caitlin with that had was a little kid with way too much energy. Mm. Way too much energy. <laughs> so soccer signups happen. We go into your old stomping grounds, a place that you know very familiar, Hibbet Sports. In not this one, but beautiful Cabot, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They were doing this this the soccer signups there. So I I walked,
1: set up that store.
0: Yeah. And you know how I feel about soccer. I hate it. Yeah, I mean I mean if I have a choice between watching static and soccer, give me that sweet, sweet static.
1: Black and gray all day, yeah.
0: black and gray all day. I ain't got time for no soccer. Soccer's for hippies, foreigners, and little kids with too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's it. <laughs> you know, right there's your sound about right there. Soccer's for hippies, foreigners, and little kids with too much energy.
1: That's
0: done. That's done. That's <laughs> done. So so, I had a little kid with too much energy. So, I walk in there it's like, I need to sign this, this thing up for soccer. Hmm. Like, we need coaches. I'm like, look, I don't know anything about soccer and I hate it.
1: Hmm.
0: Like, perfect, you're perfect. And I, I became a, a, a four-, five-year-old soccer coach. Oh. And I get it because them little kids, and my team was terrible, probably because they had me as a coach. Well. Uh, yeah.
1: And four and five year old, I mean, you know.
0: Well, you know, and, I, and I'd played college football. So I understood what it was like to organize a practice. I'd seen it done. I'd seen Coach Mullins, who was one of the best coaches in the history of the Gulf South Conference and one of probably the best coach in the history of Arkansas State University. Um, I saw him map out right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this in periods. We're going to do this for five periods. So I had like, you know, I had five minute periods in life watching. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was all mapped out up here. What I'd never done was coach a group of five and six year olds. Because halfway, because th- I was like halfway through that first five minute period, and I just took my notes and I threw it away. I'm like, here's a ball, kids, go kick it. Yeah. Like that, that was the, you know, like, you know, and then you just try to make sure all the kids get equal playing time. But man, our, kid, our kids, our team was terrible. And so, like, them kids would be driving the ball down the field to score on us. And I'd want to kick the ball. You know, I never did it because you can't do that. That's right. Don't do it. Because 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 then I, cause that kid, the, that guy the rest of his life, he's been, that is the guy that tackled the guy running third base. That's yeah. it. He's got. And I would have been that guy that kicked the kid's ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the rest yeah. of the rest. Of, yeah. So, I'm like, yeah, I'd be showing up to like. do have some control. Yeah. So, yeah, come on gotta gotta control yourself gotta control yourself travis have you ever had to control your temper like really bad um yeah yeah is there any is there any harder place to keep your temper than at the airline counter like
1: no oh. yeah there uh you know i'm i'm you know me i'm a patient person you you're very you you my pay, I have zero patience. And I'm a, I'm a patient, patient person and I'm very sympathetic to people in the service industry. And I'm probably too sympathetic at times, to be honest yeah. with you. And, um, but yeah, you're, yeah, that that that's a place it can get frustrating. But, uh, anyway, go ahead with what you were going to say.
0: Well, no, no, you're right. I mean, because like at restaurants and stuff, like I, I, I went to eat with Anna this week it was Friday night. We went out to, we went out to dinner. I'm not going to say where, but my cousin is the district manager over And it was just, it wasn't a good experience. And like, you could tell like the poor, the poor sweetheart away, she was friendly, but she didn't, exact, she wasn't exactly attentive yeah. and she didn't know the, she didn't know anything. She didn't know the menu. Like my wife asked, what's this sauce? And she goes, I don't know. I can go ask. And then the guy behind her asked for like the draft menu, which me or you neither one drink. It is not her cup of tea, but they. But he asked for draft menu. She's like, I, I don't know. I can go get it. I go ask. As so I messaged, her, said, "Look, I don't want to be that guy, but ate at your restaurant today. Do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm like, you know, like because if it was me, and and I've worked in, as as a manager for most of my life, um, yeah. and so like I've, I'm, I'm like I'm. I don't complain a lot, but I was like, look, you probably want to know this is going on because I think they just do this poor thing to the wolves. Uh, but
1: but now, I am the top though. That I will like, I'll correct people. Yeah. And I'll tell them, Hey, you probably want to think about doing this. Yeah. You know, I, I got to tell people, you, you probably want to think about smiling. It, it'll help you. You'll get more tips. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had like car hops at Sonic come up to me and it looked like someone just kicked their puppy. And I said, I said, look, honey, um, and I'm probably being inappropriate by calling them honey, but I said, I'll say, look, you know, if you'll greet me with a smile, I said, I said, look, I'm going to tip you no matter what, but you'd get a better tip. If, you know, for most people, I said, I'm going to tip you the same no matter what, because you're bringing me my food. I said, but for most people, You might want to think about smiling. And sometimes they'll be like, I know, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, you don't got to apologize. I'm just trying to help you out because I want you to make money.
0: (laughs) Well, man, man, that, and and speaking of Sonic, in the Sonic app, I don't have to worry about it now. It's the greatest thing, is the sliced bread, man. I just see, I haven't gone to using the app yet. Dude, and now me and my wife, when we bought my truck, we sit there and we did our budget and we're like, where's all our money going? And then we discovered how much money we we're spending on the Sonic app, and they were like, "Oh, that's where that's where all our money was going.
1: That's where all of their money was going." But uh, go ahead, Travis. Well, uh, I want to touch on uh, Razorback baseball real quick. We're, we're not uh, going to hit. We're not going to talk a lot about it today, but we play. Yeah, thinking.
0: Game. Are they really not going to talk about Razorback sports at all?
1: Yeah, we're we're going to talk about it a little bit.
0: You uh, lose the second series in two years, you got to at least bring it up. That's right a and it wasn't good, Clamp. No, we didn't play well, didn't did we, we? And then the same thing you've been saying is plaguing us, is plaguing us. That's leaving the ducks on
1: the pond. Listen, here's uh, – I got this uh, – let me look this up real quick. Hogs were down 10 to – 11 to 10. Runners on second and third. No one out. Okay. And our number one, our number two, and our number three batters, Webb, Slavens, and Wallace, come up. We got two in scoring position. We're down by one. We have our number one, our number two, and our number three hitters up to bat. Webb was leading off this weekend. Slavens at number two, and Wallace was hitting third. All three of those guys struck out. Yeah. All three struck out. And Arkansas, um, you know, our pitcher, uh, Wiggins, started that game. He lasted one out.
0: Yeah, they got shelled. Third of an inning. They got shelled pretty good.
1: And it's funny because I see on social media, and I didn't watch the game. Okay. I, I, I didn't watch it. I listened to pieces of it throughout the afternoon. Um, But I kept seeing on Twitter people were complaining about a bad call on the Slavin's strikeout. We gave up 11 runs. Yeah. (laughs) One and our three of our best batters, three, Clint, Mm -hmm. of our best batters can't get those ducks off the pond.
0: Now, I, I think we're stating the obvious when we say that can't happen. If You can't do, you can't drive those runners in. You don't deserve to win. At least butt one up, butt them over, and then, you know, sack fly, sack fly brings, brings one in. You can't strike out. You can't go down on strike. Now, we, me and you, neither one, have seen it, but we've heard Kyle Schwerber had a blow up with an umpire. Um, mm-hmm. Now, would you be in favor or against using a robot – to call balls and
1: strikes. I'd personally be against it, but I'm just old school. See, and I'm the
0: same way. I'm against it. In that. And, and see, you're so old school, you don't want us to play Arkansas teams, which That's we ain't got to have that discussion today. And I'm kind of new school, like, who cares? Yeah. Um, but, but when you've got – I mean, it's just like, man, you're taking the human elephant out. I mean, you want to get the call right. It's so a robot would get the call right. But yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't
1: – I mean – this it just, yeah, no, I'm just, no, just no. People would still find something to complain about. No. I mean, people would still complain about it. Even if, even if you, a robot, you know, or machine, uh, you know, there was, you know, GPS deal or however they do that. What's yeah. calling it? uh, What the technology would be. They'd be
0: good. Uh, oh, accusing the Astros of hacking it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any organization would hack it's it. Because
1: they would figure out how. Yeah, that's right. them and the dirty Red Sox. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no. Anyway, and and that just you know once again that's the problem uh, that we're gonna have, and that's the problem that's gonna look. This is a good team, but I don't see them making it through Omaha if we can't get runners off the base.
0: They're down. They dropped down to number ten. Which at number 10, they're not host. I mean, they're hosting a regional, but they ain't hosting a super regional. That's right. You gotta be in the top eight, which I still think I, I I think you're hard pressed to find seven better teams in the country than us. I uh, agree.
1: I agree, uh, but I, I just think what well, like what we've seen in the past, a team that cannot does not have clutch hitters does not make it through the Omaha. Yeah. Just can't do it. No, uh, oh, and it
0: just seems like we haven't come up with that. Well, we've come up with hits. We ain't come up with the clutch hits when we need to come up with
1: a lot of. And we've gotten there with pitching, you know. Yeah. And if you know, well, and Nolan Connor Nolan was lights out,
0: and the day two pitcher of Hagen Smith, he was lights out. Wiggins had a bad outing. Yeah. Um, it just, and I, I mean, and I
1: think still, you know, well, our pitching's still not bad, and it's and it's coming around. There's some young arms, but. Another thing in Razorback sports, Clint, today the football team got a big commitment for 2023. They did. It's always sexy when the quarterback commits. That's right. Malachi Singleton. Uh, yeah, He's a four-star from Georgia. Beat out Georgia for yeah. him. Beat out Georgia. Um, yeah, UCF was big time. Gus Malzon was going hard after him. And uh, he, he chose Arkansas. Now – uh, you know, Arkansas was after a five, is still after a five star out of California. That's a little more of a uh, little more of a pocket passer than Singleton is. Singleton's more of a he's in the line of a KJ or something I, like. I've that.
0: heard I've heard Jalen Hurts is the comparison to him.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a mobile guy. He's going to move around, dual threat. But um, a lot of good things about him, and you know, most of the recruiting guys are saying. You know, even if you think you're in good with this five-star, you cannot pass up a four-star No, singleton. No, when you've got, when you've got a quarterback
0: that you want in the top two or three quarterbacks you want, you take the first one to say yes. That's right. And I think that, I mean, Arkansas probably still can because people don't – the thing is, because we just had a decommitment of wide receiver from Texas. And Arkansas was the first one to commit, you know, to offer him, big school to offer him, and so he committed to Arkansas. And a lot of the Texas schools came after him after we did, and that didn't change. But when Oklahoma offered him, that changed. I think Oklahoma was his dream school. And so I think the kid's going to wind up at Oklahoma. Um, but, but you know, you don't – because people are still going to be recruiting. Gus hasn't said, well, he's committed to Arkansas. Oh, well. Gus is still going to be at his house. Gus is still going to go to his school. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the reality of the situation. So you got to – You got to keep recruiting the other kids and say, "Look, if you commit, I'll sign two of you. And whoever wins the job wins the job."
1: Well, you're gonna—they're gonna sign two with this class anyway. Uh, Your numbers are down so low right now. You got to sign two. Well, the last time we signed two was
0: Lucas Coley and Landon Rogers. Yeah, and Landon Rogers is a tight end, and Lucas Coley's at Houston. Um, But I think you know we all happen with Lucas Coley. Well, and and
1: you know it may have to go through the portal or whatever, but. But our numbers are so low, I and mean, they're gonna need they're gonna need some more just to practice. I mean, they may have to, you know, get a three star or something like that. But yeah. a guy that's more of a project guy that you know that put a couple of years into and practice and and maybe bring him around something like that. I guess John Stevens
0: Jones just quietly went and started working for Jerry or something.
1: Yeah, that or he's. Probably, I bet he's a. I wouldn't doubt if he's in a GA somewhere or something like right. that. Because I think he kind of wanted to go into coaching. But you know, who knows? I mean, he he can be in the financial world or the old world or whatever. He can work whatever he wants. It's not like he's he's gonna he hurt cowboys, yeah, yeah. Um then we had uh a couple guys uh enter the transfer portal, Dorian Gerald, uh which he's a guy that he only year he has is a medical red shirt year. This is he, his seventh uh,
0: year out of high school.
1: Yeah. So, really, that's not a huge. I mean, he would have provided some depth for us, but um, I don't think that was a huge loss. I mean, it, you, it probably means that some younger guys are going to get some playing time there. So, I don't I don't think you get too upset about that. And then no, there was I, linebacker.
0: Uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, that linebacker, the riding was on the wall. The three guys that are the three man rotation is going to be bumper pool. Sanders and, and Paul, that's the three man rotation that's with the team linebacker system. I mean, it was, you got some other younger guys that I think they like a little bit more like Avant, I believe I heard yeah. that and he's had a pretty good camp. So, um, that, that I didn't get that insider information. That's me just doing it off the top of my head because I'm too cheap to pay for any of these sites. Yeah.
1: Um, well, if you, you know, if you have a membership to hog sports, those of you that do, I think there's a, there's a good article about, uh, some guys that that Arkansas has a chance to flip that have committed to some big schools, and um, that that was a pretty interesting article. Um, some guys that that Arkansas is still recruiting hard, even though, like you were talking about, like UCF will do with with Malachi Singleton, we're still doing that on these other guys.
0: And um, oh, you got to, you got to, you never know when you're going to have a decommit. I mean, until until pen gets put to paper.
1: And I think it was Danny West that did that article. So if you get a chance to check that out, it was then really you good.
0: Send, you put your pen to paper, then you send a facsimile. 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 Facsimile.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, Clint. Uh, uh, spell facsimile. I like facsimile. Can I use it? Can you
0: use it in a sentence? I sent a facsimile. <laughs> facsimile. Did you oh, ever sorry, I'm, very, I'm very loquacious in using big words.
1: well clint you know you've been you've been traveling a lot here lately i have been traveling a lot you know and uh one of the things about traveling is sometimes you can get some nightmare stories right every good for every good story you
0: know, like good travel experience there's a bad travel experience yeah i've had i've had a i had a couple doozies
1: what's some of those doozies you've
0: had well, I, last time I went to New York, me and Anna went to New York. And the trip out there, just everything got delayed. You know, I just kept having flight delays. But it wasn't just awful. It wasn't just awful. Now, going, now getting home from New York, that, on the other hand, was an adventure. So, first thing, I arrived to catch my 10 a.m. flight. It was around 10 a.m. And I had a connection in Cincinnati. I was going to go from then to Dallas because I could fly because there's three of us that went so much cheaper to fly out of Dallas. Yeah. So we land. So we get to LaGuardia and I watch my flight get delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Mm. And Mm. and it's a horrible feeling. So I finally walk up to the desk, the counter, and talk to the representative from Delta Airlines. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I go, Hey, man am I going to be able to make any of my connections? They go, um, no. And I go, I said, great. Um, can I ask you a question? Sure. I go, how am I going to get home? <laughs> he goes, well, we got an 8 o'clock flight here or a 6.30 one out of JFK. I said, take me to JFK. I said, how can, I? I said, I said can y'all get me a car to JFK? So they, they call me a ride service and I'd already checked my bags, So I had to go get my bags out of check. Yeah, It already went through TSA at LaGuardia in New York city. Yeah. So, they, so I, I take, you know, and it's look, I, I will let my, I, my wife would pretty much drive anywhere. I don't like driving in big cities, but she'll drive almost anywhere. Um, she won't even drive in New York. That's the one place she's like, I'm not driving here. So, um, We'd take, so we took a ride service over there and the guy goes, all right, man, I need that voucher they gave you. I'm like, what voucher? Because they're supposed to give you a voucher for the ride. If you don't have a voucher for the ride, you got to pay for it.
1: Oh.
0: So I'm, I'm like, what well, happens? So I had to pay for the ride. and I think I ended up having, I think I actually, this has been a few years ago. I had to go inside and, and use the ATM wow. to get cash out because I didn't, because I didn't, who carries cash? Yeah, right. having to pay for the ride i'm like yeah so give me that receipt Them delta airlines is gonna and they eventually did delta did great they made everything right yeah. uh, but this is a horror experience so i just so i started feeling like tom hanks in the terminal is, what oh. I, is how it felt like so um the so i get to um so we get we finally get over to LaGuardia, i mean to to jfk um and that flight, I don't think, takes off to like nine o'clock at night. And like it ends up getting delayed. We land in Dallas in a thunderstorm. Mm. I was supposed to work the next day, by the way. Ugh. I was supposed to land in, in Dallas about noon. Oh wow. And so like I should have had all day. And like I end up about midnight, we were driving home and it was that kind of rain where you could see about this far in front of your face. I mean, like a foot for those of you that are listening on Spotify and iTunes and whatever, Telemundo, Nickelodeon, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So they, uh, and so we end up we up staying at a lovely motel six. So I, but I did I I, I said, I, but Delta ended, they I think they ended up giving me like four gift cards for different things, and then mm. they reimbursed me for the hotel room and the ride. So
1: yeah.
0: Their, their customer service is top-notch, but, oh, man, that was one of the worst trips just ever, especially with an airline. You know, we yeah. we did have that one trip with the when I played for the Central Arkansas Rhinos where the uh, bus broke down on the way back. <laughs> and we ended up having to all stay. They put us four in a room. Oh, wow. I didn't have a toothbrush. It, it, yeah, that one was not fun. But as far as airline stories, that was one
1: of the worst. Well you the, know, I have I have several uh airport stores. I know that much mission work as you've done, I figured yeah, you'd I've, have I've gone on several mission trips, been to Philippines a couple times, been to uh Mexico. Oh, well I just I, I guess I drove down there twice. I flew down once, uh been to Ecuador. You know, How's it like, how like or...
0: for you to go over the Mexican border? How does that work for
1: you? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's uh i <laughs> um Mexico is probably my one of my favorite countries I've been to. Uh the people there, I mean, of course, of course, now when I go to these foreign countries, Clint, I am kind of a uh I'm kind of like a uh, a walking sideshow. Okay. Like, Do
0: they call you La Gringo
1: Grande? <laughs> come on, and see the fat guy, everybody. <laughs> hey, hey look, muy grande, muy grande. And so, yeah, I mean, people, it's hilarious. People, um, um, uh, people, (laughs) and I got tons of stories, but um, probably the the craziest airline story, um, and I I can't remember if I've told this on here before, but I'm going to tell it again anyway. I don't
0: think you have.
1: Uh, I was coming back from Ecuador, and we were supposed to leave like at 11 at night, or midnight, something like that, and and uh, from from Quito, Ecuador, okay, which is the capital city of Ecuador. Well, our plane was had mechanical issues, so they put us up in a hotel. So we go to the airport. They tell us that there's mechanical issues. They put us up in a nice hotel, okay. So I, you know, had a nice was place. Was that red roof? No, it was. I don't know what it was. It was some Spanish name. Well, then, and they gave us a great meal at the, at the hotel restaurant there and stuff. And so we went and had that and which at like at midnight, which anyway. So the next morning we had to get there like at eight in the morning. Well, we get there and our plane is delayed some more. Okay. So there's, it's got mechanical delays and then it goes into a delay because the people that were going to fly our plane the pilots and and flight attendants and all that were on another plane that was coming in from somewhere else and the winds were real bad and they were on a smaller plane. So it wasn't safe for them to land because in South America, Clint, they're really, I don't know what they're thinking. Like if you watch those TV shows about the, the most dangerous airports in the world, they're all in South America because they put these things at the top of mountains now, when you take off at Little Rock, right, you take off and you're going up and then you hit turbulence, right, if, like you break through like one little level there and then you go up above that and you you level out, right? Yeah, hey, folks, if we're going to hit anything, it's going to be a mountain. That's right. Well, <laughs> You're probably okay. not going to need these. In South America, they take off in the turbulence, okay? So, you know, the winds were crazy and so they – it wasn't safe for us to take off anyway well everybody's ticked off now i'm not happy about it but i don't want to take off if it's dangerous to take off right yeah okay but all these people are gathered around the terminal yelling and cursing in english and spanish i mean i know just enough spanish bad words i knew what they were saying and it wasn't good because
0: that's the, you know, and, and when you get a new foreign exchange student to your school from like Germany <laughs> yeah, right. to from Spain, <laughs> Ecuador, clever, yeah. Brazil, like, hey, how do you say, how do you say this naughty word in yeah, your language? Right, yeah. Like, oh, we're yeah. so funny and clever. Like the yeah. teachers don't have a clue what we're doing. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm
1: sorry. Well, you <laughs> well and you know me, man. I'm, and I'm the type, man. I don't, I'm kind of a, you know, I'm sort of a protector. I don't don't want, I don't want people like I'm, I was, I seriously almost jumped in there and like started calm down people. But like, there were so many of them. I thought they can take me. (laughs) So, but there was this one guy, this great old big guy. He wasn't as big as me, but he was a big dude, had a white beard, looked like Santa Claus. Okay. And he was being a jerk, man. He was turning red he was yelling and cussing at those people, and I—I I, I, was everything within me. I wanted to go over there and tell him just to shut up, sit down, and be quiet. Okay, I really wanted to do that. That was the Travis in me. Okay, but then I was like, no, don't get in a fight. You know, don't you know, don't start anything. So anyway, <clears throat> finally, we go to take off. We're taking off once again from this mountain. High elevation, we're going up, Clint, and the plane just drops. Yeah. I came off of my seat. Okay. When you come down, it dropped more. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Like, we saw the mountain come close to the wings. Okay. I'm talking bags were falling out of the overhead. People started crying. The, the flight attendants, like anytime we have turbulence, I look at the flight attendants because if they're like, nah, then, okay, this is normal. I looked at the flight attendants and their little jump seats. They were scared to death. They were white faced. Yeah. I'm thinking this ain't good. <laughs> so finally we, we get above that. We level out. They take off the seatbelt line. Remember Santa Claus guy?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He comes walking by and his little baggies full. <laughs> I just started pointing at him <laughs> as he walked by. I was a jerk. But <laughs> he just kind of looked over at me and I said, and I and just kind of shook his head. And then later on, like I have to on planes, I don't fit in the seats very well, as you can imagine. Yeah. So I had to get up and walk around a lot, stretch my legs. And so I always kind of go hang out like where the flight attendants little area is because there's usually places you can stand off to the side or whatever. See, because me and you are both the type
0: of guys that we can go and not meet, I mean, not know anybody. We're going to play something like that's that. Right. By
1: the time we get off the plane, we're in a wedding. That's right. We're best friends with them. Yeah, that's right. And so um, so I, I'm just kind of back there and, and, I, and I just get back there and the flight attendants are kind of standing around. They're speaking in Spanish, but they're—I'm like, they're—you know—they're like doing all these motions and stuff like that. You know, kind of—I can tell they're talking about the turbulence we get. And so I just kind of interjected. I said, "So that was bad for y'all too." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, that was the worst ever." So anyway, man, and and you're talking about having to, you know, so we were a whole day late leaving. Yeah. So instead of going into Atlanta, we went into Miami, got to Miami, had to get a hotel at the Miami airport. Thankfully there was one we didn't have to leave the airport for. Uh, There was one that right in the airport you could, that you could get. Um, We stayed there and then they had to split us up on two other, two different flights the next morning. And one of us, our groups went to Chicago and down to uh, – I'm trying to remember which trip this was. Anyway, it ended up splitting us up and having – you know, I mean, it was crazy, man. And, like, the the one lady that was with us, she was so scared to get back on a plane after that turbulence. Like, she was seriously calling her husband and trying to get him to drive to Miami from Camden to <laughs> come get her. She was so scared.
0: She's like B.A. Baracus. Yeah,
1: that's right. But man, it's, you know, now one of my favorites too, one of the funniest, I was in uh, you know, I don't sleep very well on a plane because I don't fit. I don't sleep. So I'll make up for it in the, in the layovers on these mission trips. And I, my big self, man, I'll just use my backpack as a pillow and I'll find a place to lay down. Well, we were in, uh, in London not at uh, the main one in London, but not, the not Heathrow, but the other one. Yeah, And uh, we were like right by a busy walkway and people like my group was with me. They were sitting in chairs and I'm at the end of the chairs and I'm just laid out. And man, I'm, and I was so tired. I was snoring. And uh, we were on our way to Sri Lanka, I think. And I, man, I mean, I was snoring and they, people were walking by saying, well, that man is asleep. He's snoring. And they were like just flabbergasted. That this guy was over. This fat guy was up passed out on the floor. And my friends, instead of, you know, waking me up saying, hey, people are kind of, they're like taking pictures of me and taking pictures of the people going. <laughs> anyway. Well,
0: and I was, and let the let the record show was not with you, but I would have been like the, your friend. Yeah, that's right,
1: yeah. And, and if yeah. I would have. If I would have been awake, I'd have done the same.
0: I had a horrible travel experience recently. Um, I I was behind Mike Tyson on a plane. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, that poor guy.
0: Dude, he's like, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, what were you thinking? Yeah. If you're gonna mess with anybody, don't make it probably the the scariest heavyweight of our time.
1: That's right. Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't. You can't say he's the best, but one
1: of the hardest punchers.
0: But he he might be the scariest. He That's might. Right. No, but I. About to do zero. So, like yeah. the next time I traveled after that, the universe goes. You know what, Clint? We're gonna pay you back.
1: Yeah.
0: This one's. This one's. We're gonna give you one.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm I'm flying to Little Rock to Houston. I'm doing a Jiu-Jitsu tournament there. It seems like all I do is Jiu-Jitsu tournaments because I don't know. I got nothing else to do. Um, but so I'm driving to you and my wife dad lives there, so they I'm just gonna work Saturday on drive. I'm gonna fly out to Houston and meet them there. So they've already drove out there. And so I've got a friend driving me to the airport, and I literally I'm the only thing I have is my headphones and my phone. That's all I gotta take with. Me. So I don't have anything checked, and so I'm gonna get there like cutting it close because I'm usually one of them guys that like to get there about five hours from my flight takes off. Yeah. Um that's me. So we get there and I'm I'm like I'm pushing it because we hit traffic, and the guy I'm with knew some crazy back way but got me there on time. I'm like I'm gonna miss my flight. I would because if TSA is busy, then I'm gonna miss my flight. I get there and it's me and TSA. That's oh, it. Nice. I get TSA. I get there and like the flight's not even half full, but I've only got like 30 minutes at DFW to get because it was to DFW. And so I'm like, well, it could take you 30 minutes, you know, and I overthink everything. I've got so much head trash usually. So I'm like, it's going to take me forever to get it. I mean, it's gonna, I'm going to be pushing it to make, to make my gate. I land in gate B25 and had to go to B24.
1: Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> that, that,
1: that, those trips don't happen that often. Yeah.
0: No, It doesn't happen. And then, you know, and I got right off the plate, I hopped in the car, like they had my bags and everything. And, yeah, that, that won't ever happen again, but, um, yeah, they didn't ever. No delays, just yeah. right through TSA, right around the gate, got on that plane and went.
1: Yeah. Now, Clint, there's something else we want to talk about tonight, and, uh, and that is uh, there's news out that the Arkansas Travelers may be in trouble. Yeah, you were telling me about this, and I still haven't. I haven't researched it. I listened to you, and that was pretty much all I did. Well, from what I understand, and, and this is, uh, their uh, major league baseball is is trying to get uh, all the minor league parks to up their game up a little bit and to do some um, upgrade all the stadium, all the um, the stadiums where they play okay there are the stadiums ballparks all the ballparks where they play yeah. and so add some amenities and different things and and just for safety and other things and um i think for the travelers they're talking about it's five million dollars worth of upgrades now dickie stevens park is owned by north little rock and the travelers lease it okay so, as with anything like that, the debate is North Little Rock doesn't want to pay the $5 million for the upgrades.
0: And the Travelers don't want to pay and it. And
1: the Seattle Mariners, who own the Travelers, don't want to pay for the upgrades. So, there's a real possibility that North Little Rock could be losing the Travelers. Yeah.
0: And that sucks because, I mean, me and you both, we grew up in Arkansas. You played buddy league baseball. You play your little league. I think I was done by the time I got to the league. I was not a good baseball player. I yeah, mean, neither. No. But it just – I wish it was because I love – I wish it was because I love baseball. Hmm. But, you know, what? every year, what did they end the season with? Trip to the Travelers trip to the travelers. You'd wear your glove out there. You'd hope you'd catch a ball. That's right. you know, you get to see guys like Todd Worrell. I remember Todd Worrell, who was the closest yeah. for the Cardinals for a while to see him.
1: Well, and back when we were coming up, they were connected with the Cardinals.
0: Right, and that's why I'm a Cardinals fan. That My entire family is Cardinals fans, and that's why and a lot was, of people
1: were... And it was Ray Winterfield. Yeah. So it was right there on I-630. So, you drove by it all the time when you went to Little Rock. You know, if you went to Little Rock You know, like we would go to Little Rock School Shop, go to the mall, right? Go to Park Plaza or University Mall. That was a big trip for us, you know, to go to the mall, school shopping. And, of course, we couldn't afford much. But, you know, it was a big thing for us. And we would drive by Ray Winterfield. And, you know, I'd always think, boy, it would be cool to go see a game. And then, you know, then I'd get to go see one every now and then, you know. So it was always there in front of you, you know, because you're always, you know. Going yeah, about. it
0: was a it was a fun evening, and now you know, it, it still is. I mean, I've been to, yeah, I've been to a few games at Dickey Stevens. You know, they, re, you know, as we, I have a past, as you said, and one of the things that they did was, you know, they would, they'd put on some wrestling. They, I've wrestled it. I wrestled at, at Raywinder twice.
1: Yeah,
0: at Ray Raywinderfield twice. Yeah, you know, I was at
1: one of those I think you wrestled at. The one I stuck up the joint? I can't remember if it was. It was different.
0: one. It was one. Of, it's maybe the one of the worst wrestling matches I've ever had. And I've wrestled an orange inanimate doll before, and it was better than that.
1: It was uh, uh, But it was fun. You know, we got to go. I got to go a few times with y'all. Uh, right. Our Our friend Lynn Johnson, the guy that I introduced you to, that trained you in wrestling, and mm-hmm. the guy that connected me to it for a little while um he had a, you know, Hillman, some buddies had a ring. And so they would bring in the midget wrestlers and they would borrow or rent Lynn's ring. And so I, I went to help set up that ring a few times. And uh, I remember going with y'all and, you know, we would we would stand there like where the players would come in off of their parking lot. And we could watch the game right there. We wouldn't have to go up to the stands. We were down there by the uh, by the bullpen uh, for the travelers, and uh, that was that was interesting. Right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you go through the play, and they had that You're going to
0: say you're going to talk about this guy, so I'm going I'm going to save it. Uh, but.
1: They they had a guy that that detailed cars. Yeah. He, and I guess he was doing the players. I don't know who's and in you the could play. tell who
0: had the nice signing bonus by how nice the cars were.
1: Right. And man, he, he would do an awesome job. I mean, I'd sit there and watch him. He was a working son of a gun, man. He would, during that baseball game, he would do I don't know how many cars, but he would wash and wax and and detail the interior. I mean, he was, man, he, and he, he had to be making some money doing that. But now, Clint, I think me and you have probably the same fondest memory at Ray Winterfield. Um, who were they playing when we went? Uh,
0: oh, uh, they were in the Rockies organization. I can't remember who it was, but I remember the third baseman.
1: Or somebody like that.
0: The third baseman name was
1: Kit Pillow. Kit Pillow, that's right. And he had – he. the first thing I remember is he had uh, – we were sitting on the third baseline and like right, like first row and uh, he had his socks pulled up like Chipper Jones. Right. And he immediately started saying, saying something like, you gotcha. want to be like Chipper, don't you? <laughs> and he just kind of, and, you know, Clint's great to go to these games with like that. Cause Clint will say anything
0: especially back then, back when I had had less sense.
1: And so we're just over there feeding him stuff to say, <laughs> or he would just come up with it. And uh, so he we starts talking to this guy, and we're kind of talking to him a little bit. But Clint, of course, was was really – and um, I'll never forget. He he hit, they played a doubleheader, and he hits a grand slam in the first of the doubleheader. And uh, he, uh, you know, you were like, okay, good hit. That, yeah, what can we say, you know. Well, then he comes around in the second game or later on in that game, I can't remember, and he, uh, like, hit a ground out or something. And he's walking back to the dugout, and he's kind of got his head down. And you go, that's okay, pillow. You got that grand slam earlier. Your teammates still owe you. <laughs> and he just started laughing, man. <laughs> you know it's good when you can get it black. Because Benny, they would be going
0: like, I'd be like, they would throw a ball. I'd be like, that was a strike, wasn't it? He looked at me, yeah. I'm like, what is that called, in? <laughs> yeah. He was responding.
1: He was talking back and forth to us the whole time.
0: Yeah. He walked over to us and gave us autographs after the game and was That's like,
1: right. he was like,
0: He's just like, man, please come back tomorrow. This was so much fun,
1: yeah. So I was much- like, man, we didn't bug you too bad, did we? He goes, No, he said, Y'all made it great. He said, I don't mind this. He yeah. said, Uh,
0: well, we weren't being personal, we weren't cussing. We were no. just, it was good, clean, we him. yeah. It was good, clean, you know, just going back. And when you got somebody like that that's not taking it personal, that's right, just having fun with it, it was so much fun. fun.
1: And he he got a he got a little taste. You know, we followed him after that a little bit. You know, and, yeah,
0: no, he he had him a cup of coffee in the bigs. He, I mean, he wasn't like a major contributor, but he had him a he had him a cup of coffee. He got to
1: play up in the bigs a little bit.
0: Now, now I told you this on Marco Polo the other day about how you know you see when we were do we were sending the mark uh, we're talking about what to do on the podcast. And I was like, man, there was one time I remember because you talked about the mascots and their chain smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it, you talk about breaking your heart is when you see the, what was it, Mule, the Traveler Mule? Or yeah, the
0: donkey. Something donkey like
1: something, I don't know. But you see him with his, you know, where we would hang out, he would be away from the audience, and there's like a big wall there, and he would go in, back in there. His dressing room, I guess, was back in there. And the guy, and he's back here with his head off, just chain smoking. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that, that's something out of a movie or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, so he walks past me, and these kids are yelling at him like, Shelly, Shelly.
0: He's like, I hate these freaking kids. (laughs) And he goes, walks up. So later on, he's around two girls like, dude, you broke my heart when you said you hated these kids. No, I didn't say that. I love these kids. The only reason I'm doing this is for the kids. <laughs> like I feel if I realized, oh, I was just, you know, I made him look bad in front of the girls. Saying, That's right. Yeah. I hate these kids. Time to show
1: off in front of the lady. Yeah, he's like,
0: I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, bud. Sorry. He's really a
1: mule with a bad attitude.
0: Yeah, I thought he was. He he was a he he, yeah. was, he was he wasn't a good mule. He wasn't a good mule at all. Bad, bad. Bad mule. Bad mule. <laughs> but no, man, the memories of the travelers, you know. So I hope hopefully, you know, they get it worked out. Because it would be a shame. For I mean, there they already there were some people in Little Rock that were salty when they moved over to North Little Rock. But one of the things that I will say, because when they do the mid wrestling, all both dugouts come out, and they and they and they watch it. You know, one of like the the Arkansas Northwest Arkansas Naturals will walk one of the players out from the, the bad guy wrestler and a traveler walk out the good guy wrestler because all set up. And I said, guys, and they said, because this was at Ray Winner. He goes, Yeah, this is the worst ballpark in, in the Texas League by far. Yeah, and so it needed it needed to be upgraded, or need to happen, and and they happened to be the land. Yeah. And Diggy Stevens was an incredible upgrade. I mean, it oh, really? Yeah. Was.
1: And but- I think, I think even if the Travelers leave, they'll get something else in there. Yeah, whether it's an independent league team or something like that, I I bet they'll get something else in there. Yeah, I don't
0: think we'll lose the travelers. We may lose a double A affiliate. Yeah, but you know, I I wish
1: it was a team that was closer to home. That mainly, I wish we had a team that we could see on TV. Right. Well, the Cardinals,
0: the Cardinals were the perfect in that, and, and I don't know if you remember them. What basically happened was the Cardinals won a new stadium, and. The travelers weren't willing to build it
1: that's right
0: they had they basically had a bluffing contest and the, now uh you have the springfield cardinals in springfield missouri so i mean i don't know you know you you gotta think you know you you, you, you there's rumors of them of doing an expansion team in nashville you gotta yeah. think that little rock would make a good a good, yeah, it'd, be
1: a good it'd be a good place for that yeah
0: Cause you got the Memphis Cardinals, um, so who, who knows? I know that something's going to happen. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, Clint, man, uh, we made it through another one. I think this podcast you could call a smorgasbord. Yeah, smorgasbord. We were all over it. It was like a
0: it was like a buffet that didn't make any sense. That's right. <laughs> like you got your you got your sesame chicken, you got your barbecue ribs, and you got just fish pizza. everything. Fish, we don't know. We don't know. We we threw threw something together. We saw what stuck.
1: That's right. There's a salad bar over here. There's cold macaroni salad.
0: You've been to one of them Brazilian buffets, Brazilian steakhouse, where they just bring the skewers of meat. They come around with the skewers of meat, and they're like, hey, the salad bar's over there. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. That's right. Bring the meat wagon.
1: That's right. Yeah, I'll take a salad. Nice bed of meat covered with more meat and with little other things of meat. And then put some sauce on it. <laughs> well, man, Clint, uh, it was a fun one. Now, uh, it,
0: was, it was. It was a good one. I, I thank you.
1: Man, know. Our podcast, you can listen to us anywhere, folks. If you're watching on Facebook, I mean on uh, YouTube, thank you for watching. Want to say hi? A couple of my students have been watching some of them. Want to say hi to JJ Beans, JJ Puentes, and Ben Big Ben, Big Ben. And Clint, I'm I'm coaching a uh, basketball team again uh, Friday night, and I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to shut those guys down. I found out today who my team's gonna be, and I got to go against Big Ben. He's a he's a pretty good ball player. Yeah. And uh, his boy J.J. can – can Beans condition the ball. Maybe I should come out of time, old big Ben. Yeah, I may have to –
0: And uh, I ain't got many trips up and down the court left, so I'm going to say uh, that.
1: I may have to teach a kid the – the, the ba- they, I don't know if – I don't know, man. I I don't know if I can get teach them the baby hook. You think I could teach them the baby hook? I think they're ready for yeah, that. I think you could. You had me and I couldn't stop it. No one can stop the baby hook, baby. Especially when you got shoulders as wide as mine, <laughs> okay, you gotta,
0: I can't reach it.
1: Yeah. I just like man, I'd shoot it from like over here, you know. I'd reach out as far as I could and just flick my wrist and throw it up there and make it. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, check us out on. Hey, we're we're now Clinton. One more, I got one more to add to the list. We're on we're on Spotify. We're on Amazon. We're on Google. We're on. Uh, uh apple we're on uh plus yeah telemundo whatever okay we're on yeah. all those uh yeah uh itune radio iheart radio or tune radio iheart radio you can find us all those places now we're on samsung if you have a samsung phone there's a there's a samsung podcast app you can get and we're on it too clint Oh, I was going to tell you. I meant to tell you this,
0: and and you were yapping. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Um, no, I can't back that one up. Uh, but I meant because to, we took. Did I tell this story? I don't think I did. We took a Tesla.
1: Yeah, you told us about that.
0: Okay, I yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Elon Musk bought Twitter. I don't know. Go that's,
1: ahead. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, uh, that's right. Sorry, tell the story. I'm just going to shut up now. So anyway, you, you take it from here, Travis. I'm- so we're
1: we're on Samsung now. There's an app. There's a podcast app on Samsung. We're on all those places, man. So, uh, you can find us anywhere you want to find us. And, uh, we'd love for you to share it with other people on social media. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Sometimes we have things to say on there, on Facebook. Uh, we're not on TikTok yet. Uh, I don't TikTok. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't quite understand TikTok. I don't it's, get it.
0: I'm 45 and language. I don't get TikTok.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's not my language, but, uh, Anyway, check us out, uh, like and share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You can go to Podbean. Also, uh, we do have a website. It's Big T, Big C, Bigger T, uh, podcast dot podbean.com. Okay, so that's our website. Uh, you can check out all the episodes there. There's we are missing a couple there, um, that some of the older ones that we didn't get, but they're all on the YouTube. So. Um, You can get all 59. This is 59,
0: Clint. Oh, we'll be 60 next week.
1: Yeah, man, feeling old. Yeah. Well, Clint, man, have a great week. Be awesome. We did it. Wherever you are, be all there. And with that, I'll say, peace. Sweat. Come,
0: sweat work filthy dirt. Harvest hurt, kingdom come. Listen, that's why I sweat when I work.
1: My hands get filthy down in this dirt. Won't see no harvest till I hurt. Crying, your kingdom come. Listen, I wake up in the morning. I bowed my head to pray um, Mama told me